It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby, special guest today, El Toro Freeman, former Auburn linebacker, national champ, flexing on us right now. Oh, yeah. What's going on, man? It's heaven, man. Everything's great, man. I'm alive on ball ground, man. I can't complain. God is good. I love it. I love it. So before we jump into football talk, I know you've got uh, some exciting things going on right now with reputation on the line. Tell folks about that and uh, kind of what your mission looks like. Reputation on the line. First of all, I'd like to thank God, first and foremost, what's happening right now because without him, none of this would be possible, and he responds for it all. So uh, reputation on the line is a motivation reminder that drives you to be, to be the best at what you do. It's a gift from, it's a gift from God, so I'm, 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 I'm very passionate about it. I love it. And so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm inspiring and motivating all mankind with it. I found my purpose in life back in 2011 at Auburn University, which was to inspire motivate. And so uh, I'm, living, I'm, I'm living my dream. I'm, li- I'm living my purpose right now. Man, and I'm excited about it. So you mentioned the, you found it in 2011 playing football at Auburn. What does that mean? What did that What did that process look like of finding that? Well, I never had adversity in the game of football ever. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, football always was a place for me that you know I always performed at a, at a high level. And uh, at Auburn, uh, I, I had some adversity to come about. You know what I mean? And 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 I, I tried to. Uh, I tried to fix things my on my own, you know what I mean? I kept failing at it, you know what I mean? And uh, it, it, it wasn't the weight room. It wasn't the film room. It wasn't It wasn't none of that, you know. It, it, it was God directions. It was God that was, that, that was trying to come into my life, you know what I mean? And so uh, my senior year, I, I finally let him in, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and once I did, I understand that what, 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 he, what he was trying to tell me, what he was trying to show me. And, uh, and, and the thing that he was trying to show me was my purpose. In life, because for a long time, I thought my purpose was to play football, Zach. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought I'd be playing football until, I don't know, you know what I mean? But uh, but he came into my life, man, and he, and he, and he showed me my purpose in life, man, which was to inspire and motivate, you know what I mean? And so uh, in, in 2015, I was, I, was gift, I was given a gift, and the gift was reputation on the line, you know what I mean? And so... Uh, and, and and I just been fulfilling his mission, man. I just been the been, been the speaker behind, you know what I'm saying? What, what he want me to do, and that's inspire, motivate all mankind. It's been going great, and yeah. I thank him for it. You and I were talking earlier uh, before we started recording the podcast, El Toro, about uh, Travis Williams, you know, and, and I, I think about I think about guys, you know, that that motivate here around Auburn, and it seems like when you talk to players, he's kind of the guy that. Uh, that people want to play for. And, and I asked if what your relationship was like with him, and you're like, he's my brother. My brother without yeah. a doubt. And my brother without a doubt, man. Travis Williams, see, first, see you, you got to understand something, see. Travis Williams, he, he he's already like, you know, close to, close to the age with, with the guys that he's coaching. You know what I mean? He's probably like yeah, 10 he's, years. I mean, yeah, so. he's, he's a younger coach. Exactly. Right. So he gets it. You know what I mean? And so he's able to reach them. He's able to motivate them. Uh, but my, uh, my, my, my experience with Travis was when he was a G.A., you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, Travis, man, he he changed my game. And not only changed my game, he changed my life. You know what I mean? And so uh, – What was you know, he like as a GA? A coach. He would ju- <laughs> he, he would just like, – like what he's doing now. He was just like a coach, man, and because he was able to reach you uh, in, in, a, in a whole other way. You know what I mean? And so uh, so at, what's going on right now with the Auburn linebackers, I'm not surprised at all. 
because Travis just has that motivation and he's gifted. You know what I mean? He, he was blessed with a with, with a with a gift and, and and ability to be able to uh, reach and motivate and inspire and kids and, and and get them to play at a high level. You know what I mean? So uh, that's the special thing about Travis. He can get a guy that may not be a five star linebacker. You understand what I'm saying? But he can make them believe that they are. Like Deshaun Davis. Yeah. He made him believe that he was six uh six two, two hundred and thirty pounds, five star. You understand what I'm saying? This guy I think was only a two star linebacker. And when he got to Auburn, I think, and uh, I don't want to tell his story for him, but I'll give you a little bits and pieces. They a coach told him that he'd never play at Auburn. You understand what I'm saying? And that same guy ended up being uh, first-team All-SEC That seems player. to go either uh, one of two ways when you tell somebody they can't do something. Either they believe you or it fires them up, and clearly it fired up to Sean. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And to have Travis, to have Travis in the midst of all that, man, it was just perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, you look at the, the linebacker group, I mean, K.J. Downhill-Britt is incredible. Uh, Zacoby Chainsaw-McLean has been uh, a stud. Chandler Wooten. Has has been a man. I mean, as far as you know, I mean, you know more about being a linebacker than I do, obviously. But I mean, it seems like these guys are the real deal. I mean, could you say this is one of the best linebacker groups that Auburn's ever had? Man, without a doubt, it's crazy that you brought it up because me and Travis had a conversation after the game. You know what I mean? Uh, Which I game? Was, the, the most recent one? The, the most real Texas A&M. That was game. just a few days ago. Yeah, correct. So we had a conversation, and, and he was like, "Toro, you know how they look, man? What you think, man?" I'm like, "Bro, let me tell you something, man." You got all four linebackers, man. They're special. Because I'm going to tell you why they're special. This group's so special because they try to do exactly what they've been coached. But the most important thing, it means something to them. You understand what I'm saying? And you can see it in their play. There's no selfishness. You feel what I'm saying? They accept their role. They rotate in whatever the, whatever the situation may be. They respect Travis Williams' decision. You know what I'm saying? On who starred and, and, and who come in and things of that nature. So when you got a, when you got that going on, man, good things always tend to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the selflessness of this defense right now, I think it's a big part of why it's the lead. I mean, you see it at the linebackers, you see it at the defensive front. I mean, they're, hey, what the, they're like legit like 10 deep. They, they cycle in 10 guys, what Rodney Garner's doing up front. You know what, man? I apologize for not shouting out that defensive line. Hey, you don't because, have to apologize. Because, because without that defensive line, the, they make the linebackers. Yeah. They, they, they make the defense. And so the, the linebackers are, are, are great. Because of that defensive line, the dirty work that those guys do. I mean, you, you, you. I mean, you getting guys that gonna demand double teams and things of that nature, man. Right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, that was kind of my thing all off season. Is everybody's talking about replacing a Sean Davis, and I'm like, you know, no doubt what he does in the locker room is irreplaceable. Somebody else is just gonna have to naturally step up if they have the ability to do so. Not everybody does. Not every team has a guy like Deshaun Davis. Um, but as far as on the field, I mean, there was a lot of plays where linebackers didn't get blocked last year and they're able to run free because you got to double four guys in in front of you. And and that's still the case this year. And I mean, nothing against KJ Britt and and, and Chainsaw McClain, but these guys, a lot of the times they are running free. Without a doubt. That's what I'm saying. That's why I had to apologize because those guys there, man, that defensive front is are special. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm saying? And, and, and the linebackers are like, in 2010, I was blessed to be able to play yeah, but had a great defensive line. Yeah. You know, and Zach Clayton, I mean, like Antonio Coleman and and and, and Michael Goggins, all those boys, man. You know what I mean? So those I, are some names. That, that's good to hear some of those names. Oh, that, without that's a fun. doubt, that's without fun. a doubt. You know, and so 
but my experience, I'm already knowing that when you get a, a, a defensive line like that, that that's going to cause that much uh, uh, chaos. You're gonna you're gonna play well at linebacker. What's the upside of this Auburn team in your mind? Defense, the upside of Auburn team is defense, and the, I mean, as far as how this season could end, I mean, uh, how how far can this team go? Oh, they can go all the way. They can go all the way, in my opinion, because I like what I saw. You know what I mean? The quarterback, Bo, Bo Nix, he's getting, he's getting better. You understand what I'm saying? The thing that I liked the most about the game was the tempo. That's what I'm used to, Zach. You know what I mean? It don't matter what play we run and things of that nature. I mean, Gus Malzahn always had his, his, his few plays, but the thing about his, his system was the tempo. You know what I mean? I don't care what play you're running. If you're tired to get there, you know what I mean? You ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. I've been a victim of that uh, in, in practice. Right. And, and, and that was one of the bright spots that I saw uh, this past weekend at Texas A&M when Auburn was able to pick up the tempo and, and, and have guys flying left and right going down the field, man, it was amazing to see. And you saw the results from it. You know what I mean? We got a victory. And, and you know, we're going we to continue this. You know, I can't wait to uh, the Mississippi State. They up next, right? Yeah, they are. And, yeah. and, frankly, I don't think Mississippi State's very good. I think Auburn's going to run them out of Jordan Hare Stadium. But, uh... It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. I mean, you mentioned the tempo, and and one of the things that we talked about yesterday on the podcast, I'd love your thoughts on it, but, I mean, a big part of the tempo, and you and I discussed it when we were on Auburn O'Blackle this morning a second ago, but it wears you down over over, over time as Boy, a defense. Without a doubt. But what he did against Texas A&M was he didn't put his bell cow back in until the second half. He held out Booby Whitlow and mainly until the second half when the defense was already tired, and he was able to run all over him. I love that strategy. Which reminds me a little bit of a guy named Michael Dyer back uh, back in the day. Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. That was that, that was that was smart. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that that's game planning right now. You understand what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, Gus Malzahn came with a game plan. And let me tell you another thing about Gus Malzahn because, you know, I, I I hear it all the time, man. You know what I mean? That, you know, Gus, you know, he's, he's this and he's that. But let me tell you what this guy has done. This guy has done something that no coach that I remember, you can correct me if I'm wrong, okay. has done at all as an assistant and as a head coach. Under Gus Malzahn tenure, we done been to a bowl game every year. If I'm not, if, if, if I'm right or wrong, no, they've been in a bowl game every year. Every yeah. year, because he wasn't there in twelve. Yeah. Correct. Under Gus Malzahn, team, whether he was an office coordinator or a head coach, we don't been to two national championships, right? Two SEC championships. Now you give me another coach that has done that. Played in three SEC championships. Played in three. You give me another coach that has done that before him. As you sit back and look at me, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And so, uh, as a guy that has played with Malzahn or played for Malzahn, uh, do you uh, do you get frustrated when you hear the Auburn fan base uh, calling Malzahn out? And, and I mean, there's a big part of the Auburn fan base that is extremely anti-Gus Malzahn. 
Yeah, and that's what I know. Uh, do I get frustrated? Yeah, I get frustrated because it's, it's not only him. You know, he going to get, you know, of course, he because he's the head coach, he going to get the flack and, and that's all part that of stuff. it. I mean, you're getting paid all that money. Like, I mean, yeah, you, you know, got to be able to take some of it. Exactly. But, you know, I, this game just popped out of my head. You, you, you lose your starting quarterback. In 2000, and I want to say 14, when we went to New Orleans and we played uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, that was a bad game. We lose your starting quarterback, correct? We lost out Sean White. He was, right. He was hurt. Yeah, he put the first drive, yeah. Yeah, and so then you put in a backup quarterback, and then we lose the game. But you tell me a team that usually win a game like that with, with a backup quarterback in. Nobody does. Nobody does. But Gus Bowser is going to say he's the worst coach ever. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I, I don't I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair at all. But I understand the frustration because, you know, uh, because of, of, of what he gave off so fast. Mm-hmm. He gave off a national championship his first year. You understand what I'm saying? You know, and, and, and I can sit back and say, well, man, we should be very appreciative of that. You know what I mean? Because that's something that we haven't experienced in quite some time. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, uh, but he gave us that. And, and but that just hey that just part of the game he gave us that national championship so fast and we got that other team winning. I think that's that's, what, that's I mean, the that, pressure. That's the factor. No right. question about it. Yeah. And so, uh, but you know, a, a guy like Gus Malzahn every year, man, I, I don't think he backed down from the pressure though. You know what I'm saying? I you know I think he embraced the pressure from the fans. I encourage the fans to continue to you know put pressure on our. On, on, on the coach and the things of that nature because the players need to hear that. The players need to feel that. And, if they, and then if they care about their coaches, they care about, you know what I'm saying, Auburn, and then they will step up to the plate and, and, and do better, you know, and things of that nature, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, they are on the field playing. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I want to circle back, uh, if you're okay with it, El Toro, to, to talking about defensive players. Der- Derek Brown, I mean, uh, obviously he is uh, ruining opposing offenses as far as their blocking schemes. I mean, he is he is a disruptive force. Without a doubt. You played behind arguably the most disruptive force in the history of Auburn football, Nick Fairley. Without a doubt. How far off are both of them? Not far at all, man. Yeah? Not far at all, man. Um, yeah, I mean, they, to me, they... They they neck and neck, man, because you know both can take over a game, right? You know what I mean, and and they proven that. You so well, uh, and the things that he did last weekend was just you know remarkable. But I'm gonna tell you about I'm gonna tell you something about Nick Farley. Nick Nick Farley, man, you know, man, man, his relationship go way back way back to high school because we played in all oh, all really? star games together. Oh, yeah, Nick Farley, yeah, man. Remind me where uh, Farley's from. He's from Mobile, Alabama. Okay, uh, he played at. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I want to say Williamson. Okay. Yeah, I want to say Williamson. Okay. Yeah, and so, uh, so yeah, you know, Nick Farley, man, pretty much made up in his mind that, you know, nobody's going to block him, and he's just going to dominate everybody that's in front of him. And he trained hard that offseason to do just that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't just on the outside looking in, you know, it wasn't just he was just a technician or anything like that, in my opinion. He just dominated people. You know what I mean? And it's so, just straight uh, will. Just straight will, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? The want to. His want to, he, he wanted more than his opponent. And he and, and, and he won. Mm-hmm. 
And so, uh, so yeah, man, but back to your question, man, I, I, I don't see too much different. You know what I mean? I think, you know, both of them great. And, and, and both of them, you know, going to get – well, one already was the first round. Of the, we got another one coming up. The other up one will be the first round, for sure. Doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, lo- looking ahead to Mississippi State this weekend – I already said I, I I don't think they're very good, but I mean let's just talk about night games at Jordan Hare Stadium. I mean, does did, did, I love it? Did it ever get any better for you, man? Dog, I'm telling you, man, that's the best place to be, man. I'm telling you. What man. makes it special? If you if if you had to describe it, other than the obvious, the fans makes it special, man. All right, and see that's I used to get emotional for every game. Yeah, I bet. You know what I mean? Because I always sat back and man, I would be like, man. When I, you know, when you go out there to warm up and you look at them stands, man, and you got people from all over the world has come into one setting to support you and the team, man. And I used to get so emotional and and, 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 and so passionate about it, man, because I always was afraid to let them down, man. You know what I mean? I, I did not want to let them down, man. And so, uh, so, man, what make the place so special, man, is the fans. And we are the best fans in America. The best fans in America, man. Who recruited you? Well, I got uh, recruited by uh, Will Muschamp and Al Borges. How about that? Yeah, man. Yeah. And so, uh, and then Muschamp came into play. You know, and uh, so, uh, and I'm sorry. You know, I, I said Will Muschamp. I'm sorry. Uh, Coach Willis came into play. Okay. okay. Coach Willis. So, me and him established a strong relationship. After, after sin- Coach Willis had the effect like Travis Williams had. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, after meeting with Coach Willis and things of that nature, man, I wasn't going nowhere else. That's interesting. So, so when did you know? When did you know you were going to pick Auburn? When I took my mama to the campus. I took my mom and dad to the campus. I was at the time like, "Hey, mama, look, we ain't got a, you know, we ain't got to rush things." You know what I'm saying? I'm fortunate right now that I got more than one offer. I mean, I got the. I had the, pretty much the world, you know what I mean? And so I'm like, we ain't got a rush thing, you know what I mean? But I took, and I ain't gonna lie, I was like in Florida State. Florida okay. State was uh, was 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 the place that I was leaning towards. But uh, my mama only went to uh, one official visit with me, and that was to Auburn, and Auburn was her dream school. And so uh, when she stepped foot on campus, and she, she from Alex City too? Yes, yes, okay. and my dad. All right. And so they they both stepped foot on campus, and they met Tuberville. Boy, he good. He's a great recruiter. He's a great man, too, man. But, uh, yeah, they met Tuberville, man, and that was it. Yeah. I, I remember, I think that, well, no, I don't think I know. That day, I, uh, I, uh, Coach Al Borges had wanted me to come and to participate in a combine, so he say. But he was really just really getting me up there to come to Auburn. And so yeah. when I got to Auburn, you know, I had the cleats around my neck and I'm standing in the line and you know, I said, I could see him, you know, get Al Borges shorts. I just seen him on his tiptoes. He people <laughs> like, Toro, Toro, come here, man, come here. You know what I mean? So he brought my family, man. They laid out the red carpet for me, man. My mom was like, oh my God. Uh-huh. So uh, he was like, man, I don't want you participating in, in, in no drills, man. I just want, I want you to watch and recruit for us. So pretty much he was already saying, man, you, you're a part of this, man. You know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, so that day, man, after meeting with uh, Toberville, man, and, and and I made my decision. I want Auburn Tigers. Which uh, which other Auburn players do you think you're responsible for uh, for getting on campus? Because I I, oh, I, I know you're the type of guy that, uh, that oh, helped yeah. recruit. Oh man, uh, Ryan Williams. He was a cornerback yeah. from Mobile. 
Uh, me and Michael McNeil had a strong relationship. Uh, I think he was leaning towards Florida State at one time, and we 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 bunted very well. And uh, Nick Farrelly, uh, uh, shoot, Enrique Davis, he ended up going back. Uh, he ended up going to uh, Ole Miss, but uh, man, dog, to this day he say, man, he wish he would have came on to Auburn. Man, I think we had one of the top recruiting class in the. I know we had one of the top yeah. recruiting class in the country. Matter of fact, man. Um, that same year, uh, also Ryan Pugh, man, Ryan Pugh, we, we established a good relationship during the recruiting season, during the rec- recruiting era. But uh, that's that. Uh, I remember Tovia had that same cl- had that class, 2007 class, together in in, in 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 the team room, and he said this. He said these words. Now we had some additions to come, like Cam Newton and things of that nature. But if you look back, the majority of the, uh, uh, the the championship team was from that 07 and that 06 bunch. And so uh, Tuberville said, he said, look, we had a great recruiting class in 2006. We're going to have a great recruiting class in 2007. And I'm telling you guys right now, these two classes will win the national championship. Now, we did add an extra piece with Cam New, but sure. it happened. And fairly showed up, right? Without a question. Yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, and when you think back to that 2010 team and – that's kind of what this offseason people compared this team to the 2010 team is a bunch of older guys. I mean, yeah. I mean that that 2010 team was was pretty much all juniors and seniors, and then like Mike Without Dyer, like that's about it. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, yeah. And see, and I, and I and I and that's why I think though, we're strong at on force defense. You know what I mean? Because right. we got we got some older, especially on the defensive front. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And so that's why I think our defense is strong and. It's a standard at Auburn now, especially on the uh, at the linebacker position because I, I just know that person. I know Travis. I mean, we got a great relationship, so I know it's a standard. You got to wait your turn. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 not only that, you got to be playing at a high level, even as a backup. You understand what I'm saying? Or it's the next man up. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't like okay, you the starter and you the guy now. Oh, no, 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 man. You you got to fight for your position each and every day. And I think that's what making us great at that position. And all and, and across the board. What are your predictions for Saturday against Mississippi State? A win. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know what the score gonna be, things of that nature. I, I, I but I'm predicting a win. I'm predicting a win out of the Auburn Tiger. I have a hard time seeing Mississippi State scoring more than thirteen relevant points. This I, game, if, if it gets out of hand, similar to Texas A and M, like I mean, they, they scored like legitimately like maybe thirteen points. It, I mean, the rest was all prevent stuff. Right, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Uh, you know, I you know they they lost one of their biggest weapons, man, uh, in the quarterback Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so uh, I think they pretty much in a rebuilding unit. And I didn't, and I was surprised, man. I was late on this, man. Um, the quarterback that was his backup isn't there anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So uh so they got a new guy, quarterback, new deal, and I don't think this guy, uh well, I know this guy haven't seen what the Auburn Tigers gonna be bringing to him on Saturday in Jordan Hare. You understand? With the best fans in the country. Oh my god, I can't wait. Six o'clock kickoff. Oh, I mean man, it, talk to me while I listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me while I listen. I love it, man. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate the energy. Appreciate the, uh, the the content. I know you got a lot of good stuff going on at, at Reputation on the line. Give more people, uh, give some people some information about all the good stuff you have going on once again and just how folks can help you out. 
Well, you know, Reputation Online, again, is a motivational reminder that drives you to be the best at what you do. Give yeah. all praise to God. He's responsible for everything that's going on right now. Um, uh, one of my biggest avenues that uh, that I'm doing now is I'm spotlighting a student athlete uh, in, in all communities. So if anyone want to, you know, a spotlight a student in their area or whatever the case may be, uh, contact me at on Facebook at El Toro Freeman, Instagram at El Toro Freeman, and also Twitter at El Toro Freeman. And um, shirts and things of that nature is always available for you. Uh, if you have the option to pick any two color combination you like, uh, I have two great designs that uh that that I think you all will uh, will love. So uh, yeah, just check it out on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter El Toro Freeman. And it doesn't matter what community. Don't matter no community okay. at all. The mission is to inspire. It's to inspire all mankind. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Auburn fans from all over the country listen to this show. So, uh, yeah, if you know a high school athlete that you want to give uh, give some love to, reach out to El Toro and uh, and make that happen. Man, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank I you. really appreciate it, dude. Yes, sir. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.